Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. I got a lot to get to, but real quick, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, don't forget today's show is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster, as well as Superbook Sports. I'll tell you more about Superbook Sports here in a second, but giving you a quick preview of today's show. How hard do you party? Or how hard have you ever partied? Well, there's always that one guy that goes a little too far. And this guy in Alabama, it's hilarious. But I'm sitting there going, have I ever done that? Maybe you have. We'll get into that. Also, a guy in Brazil needs to be surrounded or should have been surrounded by a bunch of people that say, you know what? Maybe we stop and think about this. Does this make sense? Because guess what happened? He ended up plummeting to his death. I know it sounds morbid. But it's kind of funny when we get into this story. Uh, Also, a 42-year-old man was arrested in uh, another Alabama story for diving into an aquarium tank that he's not supposed to be in. We'll get into that because let's say we have some uh, echoing of Seinfeld going in the background. Plus, plenty more coming up. But real quick, we're changing the game. Win some money this season with Superbook Sports, the most trusted name in sports gambling with a direct line to Las Vegas. And right now, when you use the promo code MILEHIGH, you're going to score up to uh, $250 with their first bet bonus. So win or lose, Superbook is going to match your first bet up to $250 as long as you use that promo code MILEHIGH. Download the Superbook Sports app, enter the promo code MILEHIGH, and you're going to get $250 courtesy of Superbook Sports. Go ahead and visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. And if you got a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> Do you like to party? Who wants to party with me? Oh my goodness, this is hilarious. So an Alabama man had to be rescued by his friends. Thankfully, the fire department didn't have to get called for this one because I imagine they get called for dumb shit like this all the time, especially near college towns. But uh, thankfully, his buddies uh, took matters into their own hands and played rescuer for the moment. Uh, So the man had to be rescued after getting himself stuck in a large vase at a party. Like one of those like giant like urn party or excuse me uh vases like you would stick like a bunch of uh, big plants in something like that now here's what's crazy the vase was rumored to be worth right around three thousand (laughs) dollars and he got stuck in it i gotta be honest i mean if there's nothing in it might as well put something in it and if that you know maybe that something is me And if you're at a party, that's something you got to go hide. (laughs) You got to look around before you have a party and go, especially if it's like younger people, like your college age, I should say, because where the party's potentially going to get out of hand. If I had a party now, I don't think anybody would be getting out of hand. I don't have to hide anything. But if if you're college age, you know people are going to get crazy. And you got to go, what? are people going to fuck with when they're hammered? And if you see a giant vase, 
then that's something you got to go put in the garage or something, in the crawl space. I don't know. They had to get him out of this by using a hammer and a screwdriver, essentially making a a chisel. (laughs) And they busted it open. $3,000. How pissed would you be if that was your, you know, your, (laughs) your parents are out of town and you're like, everything will be fine. I'll have a few people over. Next thing you know, it's like headline news <laughs> that they shattered. Some dipshit got stuck in a vase. I just don't understand how you get stuck in the vase. If you can get in, how can you not get out? Was he continuing the drink and then like his stomach was just expanding? Is that what happened? He's, people are just like, he's been in there for like two hours and then they're just like feeding him food and drinks. He's like, yeah, this is hilarious. I'm the vase guy. Look at me. <laughs> All right, it's time for me to get out. I got to go to the bathroom. And then nobody can get him out. <laughs> He's just wedged in there because he just expanded. Oh, my gosh. So I posted this on, on Twitter. Michael wrote in, something tells me that if the dare is right, this could easily be to huff. I, in my younger days, yes. Yes, I'd be the dumb guy that would be like, hey, guys, check it out. Anything for a laugh. (laughs) Oh, is is the Huff pooping in a vase? Yeah, that's funny. Hilarious. Whose vase is it? No idea. Oh, that might be an urn. That's grandma. He's pooping on grandma. Oh, my goodness. I I would say, yeah. (laughs) Michael, you're you're not far off. Back in the day, yeah, I I got out of hand. I did. But that was a, a long, long time ago. A long time ago. Here's a good reason why you shouldn't follow your dreams. Ah, oh, yeah, that, I'm that guy today. You have dreams of, you know, success and riches and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, fuck that. No, no. Walk away from those dreams, people. Sometimes it's best to just ignore it and say, you know what? That's just not a reality. Somebody needed to say this to this guy in Brazil because the poor fella fell down a 130-foot hole that he dug in his kitchen after he dreamt about buried gold. Oh, there's buried gold underneath my house. What are you, a fucking pirate now? Yar, there be a pirate school underneath me house. In the kitchen. Next to the pantry. <laughs> I I know the guy died. It's sad. Okay? I didn't know him, so I can laugh. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his name. J-O-A-O. Joa. Joa. Joe. We'll just call him Joe. And I apologize. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Anyway... He tragically tumbled down the the huge pit that he did that he excavated on on his own. Now that being said, he did pay people to help him with this excavation. But he he tumbled down to his death after he lost his balance after he was apparently removing some water and mud from the shaft. His according to his neighbors, by the way, this guy's 71 years old or was he had been, as as they're saying, become obsessed with the idea that there was gold buried underneath his property and spent over a year trying to get to the buried treasure. 
Like I said, he had people that he hired to help him with the dig. He claims that he was visited by a spirit in a dream. And that spirit informed him that there was a, a bounty of buried treasure hidden underneath a rock situated beneath his kitchen floor. Guys, I, listen, I know it's sad that he died, but this is a great example of sometimes people just need to be told just the harsh truth. Come on, man. No. Now, that being said, if, if all of a sudden somebody's just like, I'm going to finish this for him, and then five feet later they find a treasure, then, then I look like the asshole. But right now, it just, it just seems like it's just, come on, man. Somebody has to step in and go, okay, is it worth it? Is it worth spending all this time and money digging a fucking hole in the middle of your kitchen? They had pictures of it. It's literally a hole, very nicely dug, circular hole in the middle of his fucking kitchen. <laughs> God. Now, that being said, for a year, he's, he had been walking around this as he's, like, making mac and cheese and shit. Could you imagine if, like, in the middle of the night, you're like, ah, I need a snack. I am so hungry. I know I shouldn't, but I'm so hungry. And then you're just blindly walking, rubbing the sleep from your eyes. Oh, God. Wah! <laughs> you fall down the hole. What happened to him? I ah, get the sandwich. <laughs> then he fell. I, I feel bad laughing. But ultimately, I don't. Ultimately, uh, I will not lose sleep over this. But it, it just drives me nuts. Like, I've had some wicked dreams out there. And I've had dreams that are where you wake up and, like, like, have you ever had a dream that, like, your significant other, like, cheated on you or something like that? My wife had a dream that I did that. This is, like, several years ago. And she woke up, and she was fucking pissed at me for, like, the entire day. And I asked her what the deal was like for in the beginning of the the day. I was like, why are, you, why are you upset? And she told me, she's like, I had a dream, blah, 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 blah. I was like, well, it's not true. You know, it's just a dream. She's like, I know. But the feelings were, were so real that I'm having the hardest time shaking it. And I get that. I get that. I've had that before, too. I've had it a lot with sex dreams. Let's be honest. I'm a guy. I've had dreams where I'm like, wow. <laughs> like when I was a kid, especially when I was a teenager. <laughs> like the neighbor's mom, my God. Then I'm just like sitting there like, ah. she's just like, hi, Scott. How are you? I'm just putting in the groceries. She goes inside and they're like, it was real to me. <laughs> it was real to me. As she hugs her husband, and my dreams are crushed. <laughs> I Listen, guys, it's okay to be a no person. It's, it's, it's worse to be a yes man. Sometimes people need to hear no. Probably more often than they need to hear yes. I mean, you don't want to be a dick about it, and you're just constantly telling people no and just shitting on their dreams. Do you want to be that person? Maybe you do. Maybe you do. But honestly... Come on, this guy would still be alive, most likely, if somebody told him no. Be like, dude, come on, man. What's the likelihood? Right? I'll I'll be curious to find out if like somebody carries it on in his in his honor. And how weird would that be if they found something? Oh my god, 
Uh, uh, speaking of people that are having some issues, and I feel bad laughing at this, but I am. Ha, hey. <laughs> a 42-year-old man was arrested late uh, last Thursday in Leeds, Alabama. Alabama again after he stripped down and did a cannonball into the aquarium tank of a Bass Pro Shop. Now, he eventually climbed out of the tank on his own before being, before knocking himself out. He must have, like, slammed his head against the, the ground or something. That, the guy's obviously dealing with some mental illness. But that being said, it is kind of funny. I know you shouldn't be laughing at people's misfortunes, but here we are, okay? It, it, there's there's a couple avenues I'll take on this. One, it would piss me off if I fucking saw that, especially if I was with my kids, because that's fucked up. I was going through all the charges that were against this guy, and not one was, uh, you know, apparently there were no kids there because, it, you know, exposing himself to a minor, that has to be a, a serious thing. And I didn't see that on the list of charges. But that would piss me off if I'm there with my kids. And I'm, I understand mental illness is a problem. But I, I don't know to what extent. And if I saw that, I'd, I'd want to beat the crap out of them. But here's what's kind of hilarious. And I'd be so pissed. This is not helping the guy at all. Because apparently that water was super fucking cold because he jumped in it and the pictures that they didn't even really need to blur it out. It looked like he became an innie. It's I'd be so fucking pissed. Be like, dude, the water was fucking freezing. (laughs) It went inside me. I became a woman for just a short amount of time. Uh. Yeah, I feel bad. I feel bad mostly for that, for that guy. It's like the Seinfeld thing about shrinkage. I was in the pool. I was in the pool. Like women didn't, women didn't know about shrinkage until Seinfeld. And I think a lot of guys knew about it, obviously, but nobody really talked about shrinkage until Seinfeld. Another way that Seinfeld is one of the greatest shows to ever exist. They tackled the hard, hard, very important topics, okay? Like shrinkage. That thing went right up inside him, and he he looked like a Ken doll. Man. But that being said, depending on the extent of his mental illness, I know some people tend to lean on mental illness, and it's just more that they're just a fucking idiot. But if this guy truly does have mental illness, hopefully he gets help for it. And hopefully the people around him are supportive. But that being said, just putting that aside and looking at it from a strictly uh, humorous perspective, uh, maybe next time wear some underwear. I don't know. I'm just saying. Because now you got even more issues. People are making fun of your Kendall dick. Or lack thereof. It's, it's smooth down there. Well, actually, it's got a little bit of a bush. But other than that, you know, it's, it's, it's flat. It's flat. It is. Oh, my God. I'd be so pissed off. <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was, like, your your dad or your kid on TV? You're like, hey, is that? Oh, fuck. Good luck getting a date after that, by the way. 
if he has a Ken doll dick and you're, you're related to him by blood, people are going to automatically assume that you got a Ken doll dick. You don't want that. Is this going to be the name of the, the today's episode is Ken doll dick? I don't know how well that will do in circulation if I do that. <laughs> people are like, I don't know if I want to listen to this. It says Ken doll dick. Ah. <laughs> uh. My God. Hey, we got more coming your way, but first, Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue. If you really want to treat yourself and your friends and family to a great barbecue meal, you got to check out Sugar Fire in Westminster. Legit barbecue, okay? They're off 144th in Orchard Parkway, right next to Snooze. So on the south side of 144th, you've got to follow them on social media because every day, at Sugar Fire Westy, Chef Clint and his crew will post videos and pictures of what today's special is going to be. Yesterday was, uh, they decided to do pastrami burnt ends. I forgot to look at what today's was, but it, it, it's so good. So fancy. It's funny because you see the picture. I say this all the time. You see the pictures that they post on social media and you're like, that's just their presentation one. If you go in there, it's probably not going to look the same. It's going to be all smashed up. And No, no. They present to you not just something that's going to just, you know, tickle your, your taste buds with joy. They visually, you are being presented with a work of art. It, it's so cool. I'll say this about Sugar Fire in Westminster. Without a doubt, a hidden gem. A hidden gem. You got to check, check them out. 144th and Orchard Parkway, right next to Snooze. They have amazing entrees, amazing sides, and they even have some spectacular sauces that you can add to your, to your meal, whatever it is. So you got to check them out. 144th and Orchard Parkway. Again, like I said, next to Snooze on the south side of 144th. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. Um, I, I don't know why that sometimes when you read studies and you're just like, why, why do, why do universities pay for this shit? How long should you wear your underwear? That's, that's, somebody got paid to research this. So ridiculous. Now, doctor, I'm totally gonna fuck this name up. Andrew. Mithil, a dermatologist with India-based clinic spots, said, in situations with minimal activity and no sweating, changing your underwear every other day may be acceptable. Men's loose-fitting styles like boxers may also allow for slightly longer wear. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm an everyday kind of guy. I don't care how busy my day was. I could be one, uh, you, you know, running around doing a whole bunch of shit, and I come home, and obviously my my pants are, uh, my nether regions are all sweaty, and definitely going to change my underwear then. But it could be a day where, like, you know, I did nothing around the house and, and just barely even broke a sweat. I'm still changing my fucking underwear. Uh, a June poll of 1,500 adults uh, for Newsweek found that 47, geez, I'm having a hard time talking, found that 47% would never wear underwear for more than a day 
at a time. That makes sense to me. It does. But 36% of Gen Zers, Gen Zers, admitted they would sometimes wear the same underwear for 24 hours plus the longest period uh, among all the age categories surveyed. Yeah, so Gen Z, Gen Z, you guys are disgusting. Disgusting. Uh, another dermatologist, uh, Arched, I don't know how you say his name, anyway, told the Daily Mail that women with heavy menstrual cycles or significant vaginal discharge should consider changing their underwear more than once a day to avoid developing infections. Yeah, that makes sense. I got to be honest. That's, that's, uh, I don't know much about the women, you know, the body, <laughs> the women's body, okay? But I know enough that there's a lot going down down there, okay? Also, men, you got to be careful. You could get jock itch if you're not changing your your uh, your underwear, especially if you're like you're you're somebody that works, uh, like say outside, like you know construction, something like that, where you're just constantly on the move and you're sweating your nuts off, literally, and and you can get like a fungal skin infection down there. You don't want that. So I feel that it's weird that, that, that somebody spent all this time and effort and, and money researching how often you should change your underwear once a day, at least if you, if there's a lot going on down there more than once. Okay. Easy peasy. There you go. Pay me for these stupid, uh, you know, research studies. My God. Ugh, so gross. I saw this headline, and I just, I don't, I don't need to even go into the details of this story because it's so ridiculous. Again, this is what's wrong with society. The headline reads, My unborn baby loves caviar and diamonds, so I made my millionaire husband travel 8,000 miles for it. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. You rich bitch. I bet they get divorced. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I I could never, I could never be around that. That would be so difficult. Like you know, whether it's just a friend that is that high end, or imagine like if your significant other was that high end, that would be hard to be around. And maybe maybe you are in that situation. But that's that's bizarre to me. I could I couldn't handle it. Like my wife, if she's just like the, the I guess the the highest end that she would get is just like oh she gives me the like puppy dog eyes and she's like, do you want to go make a run to Taco Bell, please? And I'll be like, <laughs> you melt my heart. So her like my wife like she's like you know what you know my you know what I love is. She's not saying caviar and diamonds. She's saying like uh, soft taco supreme with, you know, maybe a Mexican pizza. That's what she's saying. Whereas this lady, this rich, rich bitch is just like, my unborn baby loves caviar and diamonds. Your unborn baby would eat whatever the fuck you eat. Don't be like that. Come on. That's ridiculous. Oh, my God. Rich people. <laughs> rich people, man. Oh, I've been around a few people that are a little high end, not to that extent for a caviar and diamonds type of shit, but 
there's been times where I'm like, oh, God, what the fuck? That would be hard to be around. Like, where they're just constantly shopping, and they're, it, it's got to be a certain level of, you know, quality. God forbid you ever bought something at Walmart or Target. I will tell you this, though. There's some good deals at Walmart. Go to the clearance rack. Every time I go to Walmart now, I know it sounds stupid, but I've found some really good deals on some really good shirts and stuff. And I'm like, for $2? Are you kidding me? This is great. I don't care anymore. As long as it's it's good material and doesn't uh, look funny and it, it, it feels good on my skin. Like, you know, I think shirts, especially like promotional shirts now, the, the, the people are more focused on comfort, and especially for guys. For the longest time, guys, ladies would have these like super soft material for their clothes. And guys, we'd just be like, it's 100% cotton and it feels fucking weird and itchy. And you're like, whatever, that's just what we get. Now, like they're starting to realize, yeah, guys actually care about what, <laughs> what, what we put on uh, to an extent. As long as it's it, it feels nice and doesn't make me itch all the time, I, I love it. I don't care if it's two bucks or not. I did see some really nice clothes at King Supers. I was like, that's a good Bronco shirt. I should buy that. <laughs> Sorry, I don't care. I am not high-end at all. I am not. I am the opposite of high-end. I should probably up my standards when it comes to my physical presentation. I should. But I don't. <laughs> As I record this, I'm wearing a to huff uncensored shirt uh, with a old school, not old school, but just an old Colorado hoodie. Oh, I love this hoodie. I love hoodies, man. My wife bought me a hoodie with my podcast logo on it. For She got me that for Christmas, and she got a matching one. Oh, it's so nice. She's like, well, the material's okay. It's you know, blah, blah, blah. She's like knocking the material. I'm like, this feels fantastic. This is great. I would assume that she spent like a hundred dollars each, but no, not even close. Like she was just like, eh, it's not as, ex- it's not as high end as you think it is. And I'm like, this is like, this is like, is this made from like, you know, the tears of children? Cause it feels fantastic. <laughs> Somebody's like, why would tears of children make your clothing feel better? Well, you haven't lived, sir. You have not lived. Anyway, I don't know where I'm going <laughs> with that. By the way, tomorrow I'm going to sit down with my former coworker, Mike Evans, at denversports.com. I want to get his take on the Denver sports scene, but I also want to get his uh, comedic take on a bunch of other random stuff, uh, random stories from around the globe, like we normally do. It's always nice to have somebody else sitting in here with me and bouncing some stories uh, off of them. So I I look forward to sitting down with him. If you have something you want me to pass along to Mike, maybe you have a question for him. I'll also try to put this out on on Twitter and stuff. Uh, If there's a question you have for him, let me know at Podcast on social media, or you can hit me up on my email, Podcast at gmail.com. Get some questions for him. You know, he's, he's a back east type of guy. He's from the New England area. 
Maybe we'll get him to do his New England accent. And he'll say, like, chowder. Chowder. Where's Tuami? Hey, Tuami. Where's your fucking ma? Huh? I bet she's doing it. I bet. I can't. I can't. I can't think of anything right now. It's like, like, uh, people from New England are assholes. Right? They're, 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 yeah. Okay. I was going to defend them, but I mean, like, all the people I know, they're just way too rough around the edges for me. Okay. So Mike's an asshole. We'll talk to him tomorrow. <laughs> He's not listening. He doesn't listen to the show. I guarantee you he doesn't. But uh, he should. It would change his life. Okay. He might, you know, might have a different outlook on life. You know, if he hears stories every day about why you shouldn't dig a hole in the middle of your kitchen, you know, because you had a weird dream about it. I mean, if I, if I, if I acted on going back to that, if I acted on every stupid dream I had, I mean, my life would be chaotic. Be like, I, you know, where are you going, Scott? Well, I, I got a, I got a, a plane ticket to California. Why are you going to California? Because I had a dream that Paris Hilton and I fell in love, and she left her husband. And then we got married, okay? <laughs> like, no, dude, don't follow your dreams. Don't. And don't party too hard. If you see something gigantic that you're like, I wonder if I could fit in that. Huh? You know what? Walk away. Just because something's there doesn't need mean that you need to interact with it, okay? What's funny about that vase thing, too, is like, what if he would have gone in butt first and his legs... And his hands were still outside, along with his head. So his ass is just in there. That would be an, uh, even funnier. So if somebody like would have tilted him over, he could have walked like on his his legs, um, <laughs> with you know, like a snail. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Anyway, <laughs> all right. So tomorrow I'm going to talk with Mike Evans again. If you got a question for him, let me know. To Huff Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Really appreciate it. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, give it a great review wherever you're listening. That helps with the algorithm and make sure that it gets uh, dispersed out to plenty more uh, potential listeners and allows me to continue on this path and uh, have a good time and share some laughter with you guys as well. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. Go check them out. Do yourself a favor. Go check them out. 144th and Orchard Parkway on the south side of 144th. Also, big thanks to Superbook Sports Colorado. It's to Huff Uncensored. Have an amazing day. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.